the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the Pro-America Report on The Answer, San Diego. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Ed Martin here on the Pro-America Report. Well, the hunting, the hunting of uh, Republicans, MAG Americans, continues. Uh, and it continues now with Mike Lindell being targeted. He's being hunted now, too. Uh, we'll talk about that in a moment. And uh, also, I will um, I will give you the um, opportunity to go way back, way back to 1987, when the labor secretary for Ronald Reagan was acquitted of charges and he uh, uttered a phrase that ought to be uh, ought to be uh, uh, memorized by uh, young people all across the, the um, nation. And that is the famous quote is, quote, which office do I go to to get my reputation back? End quote. That's from Raymond A. Donovan, excuse me, J. Donovan, the the secretary of labor under Ronald Reagan. We'll talk about that in a moment. We also will visit with Tammy Nichols, our old friend Tammy Nichols. Idaho is supposed to be wonderful, peaceful, beautiful. It is beautiful uh, and conservative. It certainly seems to be a red state. You can't run as anything but a Republican. But we'll talk with Tammy Nichols, our old friend. She's a state rep up there. She's about to become a state senator. And she's a real, true, hardcore, MAGA American conservative, smart lady. Lady, mom of five ran business ran her business a farmer she's something else and she'll tell you that there's um a blue uh how did she say it blue she told me off that we were talking on the uh, uh, phone as we got ready for this interview she said there's basically blue leadership in a red state and so we'll hear what she has to say about that all right but first let's talk about what's happening uh mog americans are being hunted they're being hunted now they're being targeted uh by the government by uh the media They are being uh, targeted in almost every way. And so we have the news in the last 24 hours that Mike Lindell had his uh, cell phone uh, seized by FBI agents who he was such a threat. He was fishing. He was such a threat. They were so certain that Mike Lindell, I don't know, had his passport and was getting ready to flee the country that they pulled him when he pulled into a Hardee's to get some supper. The FBI pulled in and be in front of him and behind him and blocked him in. It sounds like I'm out of a movie. Right. And they had to block him in. They said, we have a warrant for your cell phone. And he said, well, let me check with my lawyer. He called his lawyer. Lawyer said, yeah, it looks like it's OK. Go ahead. And he turned it over. Now, if you don't think that that's not done, that you, there's no only one way to view that. And that is harassing someone. There's only one way to view that. And that is making a public spectacle out of a what perhaps. I don't know, but it could be a valid law enforcement effort. It doesn't feel like it, but it's a public spectacle. And that's part of the hunting thing. That's part of the targeting thing that's going on. The, the, if you're a MAG American, the word went out two weeks ago and the word was clear that you were going to be targeted because you are a clear and present danger, a clear and present danger to this country. That's what President Trump said. President Trump. Wow. President Biden said President Biden said it as clear as can be. 
And now we're watching it happen in front of us. So we had 40 subpoenas served in the last week or so on MAG Americans, on people that worked for Trump or his PAC or something. I don't know. According to Tucker Carlson, who had seen a copy of it, it was about uh, campaign finance. We have Mike Linnell being targeted. We have people being pulled off of a uh, visa. Uh, con- con- uh, excuse me, Senator Brownback, Ambassador Brownback's uh, pro-religious freedom grouping stopped from using Visa. We have Give, Send, Go. Even Give, Send, Go, I believe, has been uh, reticent to allow some of the January 6th families to fundraise. It goes on and on and on. And there, you know, John Schlafly, his, his column that is posting over at uh, townhall.com and available, phyllisschlafly.com, we'll talk in a moment, is all about the deep state. And John it recounts, how there used to be a cooling off period before an election because 60 days, 90 days, because if you if you have some federal law enforcement action like a raid on Mar-a-Lago or subpoenas that are leaked to the press or taking Mike Lindell's phone, which would be an international story, because if you do those things in the days and weeks before an election, there's not enough time for the truth to come out because some amount of times, not every time, but many times, it would be less than what it seems. In other words, you would have a chance to say, what are you talking about? You know, they seized my phone because of whatever, and there would be explanation, but you don't have enough time. So there has been a tradition that federal law enforcement and the federal government stops doing these public acts that would have the impact on you, one, in such a way that you couldn't kind of recover in time for the election. And they're still doing it. They're still pounding away, doing it over and over again. We see that now, which brings us to Raymond J. Donovan. Raymond J. Donovan was born in Bayonne, New Jersey, where I'm from, New Jersey. He went to St. Peter's Prep, which is my high school, and he became a, an electrician. And then he became he's good enough at that that he, he became part of the ownership of a, a company, a construction company. And he became very wealthy uh, by being a construction guy. And he was uh Uh, selected by Ronald Reagan to be labor secretary. He was confirmed by the Senate and he served for, I think, six or seven years. I don't know if he had to resign. I don't think he, I don't know if he resigned uh, when he resigned um, uh, from that position. Yeah, I guess he only served for one term, one four-year period and he resigned, but he went to, he was indicted for some generic charge of some sort of racketeering or something. And after it was all done, he was acquitted. And when he was acquitted, many of the jurors in the jury trial openly applauded that he was acquitted. And Donovan famously said to the press on the steps, which office of the the courthouse, which office do I go to to get my reputation back? Meaning it didn't matter now that he was finally acquitted. It did matter. But it was the, the fact that he was acquitted was almost secondary to the destruction of his reputation for years. And what we're living in right now, I've told you over and over again, you don't have to be taken to jail. You might be, but you don't have to be taken to jail to be punished for your positions. You don't have to be taken to jail to be to make made clear, make to to have it made clear that you are a clear and present danger, and therefore you're not a a a, a citizen of this nation with all the same protections. That's what it means to be a clear and present danger. If you are a clear and present danger, your rights may be diminished because of that. And we are seeing a targeting. So what do you need to know right now? You need to know that if you hold these positions, you will be damaged. You will be hunted. 
you will be impacted. It might be that you're only impacted because people are annoyed with you. You know, that you may be impacted that a family member doesn't want to talk to you, but it may be impacted that your livelihood is, is taken away. It may be impacted that you're going to have to participate in things you don't want to participate in. See transgender stuff. If you're in the military right now and you don't have the wherewithal or the ability to quit and walk away, you're part of the wokeness. And that's happening all over the place. You may have invested decades in a job, in a position, and now you're finding that because of the government's intrusion and pressure, they are going to change what your job is. They're going to change how you do it. You're going to have to comply with equity or, or, or social uh, good or environmental or this ESG, whatever it is. But it's come, they're, they're coming for us, for we the people. And the, the reality and what you need to know is that's happening. So what can you do about it? There are a couple of things, but the first thing you should do is you have to participate as much as you can in standing up to it. I'm not someone that thinks you should get fired from your job because I say it's time to stand up. You have to make that judgment, but you have to be willing to make the judgment. And some of you are going to have to stand up in ways that you didn't expect to. All of us are going to have to, second thing is participate in the fall elections in a huge way. And we have to know that if we participate in the elections and if we see things that are not correct and we complain about what we see as fraud, abuse, improprieties, we will be called part of the threat, the clear and present danger, the threat to the Republic. That's what the setup is. I told you yesterday. The last thing that you have to do is you have to find the leaders who you can support and buck them up. So maybe it means that in places where you're not living, but you see someone really good, you support them with a contribution. Maybe it means that the person that's where you live is needs you to be in their corner as they take on some of these issues. I'm not sure what it, but find the leaders, public leaders could be that it's just the people that are have a voice that need to be encouraged watching Tucker, you know, watching others and saying, I'm, I'm for them and standing tall because they're going to target them. Just like they did to Mike Lindell, just like they did to Congre- uh, Ambassador Brownback's uh, nonprofit that, uh, that helps religious freedom, just like they do over and over again. There's guys in jail from January 6th because they're on the wrong side of the MAG America movement. Understand what's happening. They're coming for you. And then understand that you got to be ready. You got to do some things about it and figure out how to do them. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. We'll talk with John Schlafly about the deep state, his column this week, as well as Tammy Nichols, state representative from Idaho, about how Idaho isn't quite as red as it seems because there's some blue leadership. We'll talk about that in a moment. Be right back. Ed Martin here on the Pro-America Report. Back in a moment. Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, Ed Martin here on the Pro-America Report. Time to catch up with John Schlafly. John Schlafly is, of course, uh, one Phyllis Schlafly. First, Phyllis Schlafly's oldest son and worked with her for decades, uh, probably close to 40 years at her side and uh, and helping with everything and still does continue with the Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. And he and his brother write a weekly column. The column is called the Schlafly Report, continuing Phyllis's work. And it runs over at townhall.com and also uh, is available and archived at Phyllis Schlafly. Com. Uh, welcome back, John. First, uh, they're subpoenaing uh, and uh, and seizing phones of all these MAGA people. Have you lost your phone or been uh, subpoenaed yet? No, I and, and <laughs> I thought I, had, I was out of the war because of the 
60-day rule. Uh, yeah. You know, we thought it was a 90-day rule. Right. Uh, but then, no, now they're saying it's a 60-day rule. But now that that time period is not set in stone, and they're just paying, they're blowing right through it, you know, heading up to the election. That, that I'm referring to the policy. It's not really a law, but a policy that the U.S. Justice Department is not supposed to uh, engage in, you know, prosecutorial activities that would impinge on an election because rightfully i mean the policy behind you know the 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 career prosecutors are not supposed to interfere with elections and they should not but that's exactly what they're doing these you know, these uh actions that they've been taking against trump supporters in the run-up to this election you we're talking with john schlafly and john to say it more um uh, if I can succinctly, in 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 the in American sort of public life, the idea was that in the two months, three months before an election, you have you hold off on things that could be, you know, you you for example, you raid a place and you can't explain in the next ninety days why the raid happened. There's not enough time. It could be that it was uh, just simply to get some information. Turns out to be nothing, but it's kind of like you would get all the negative, and you would not get the chance to you know to to um to make clear you weren't guilty of something, which feels precisely what, like what's happening. In other words, Mar-a-Lago yeah. raid, you say, well, there must have been something there. They wouldn't have raided. And you say seizing, you know, 40 new subpoenas. Well, there must be something they found that they're worried about. The impact is, you know, the, the very famous um, secretary of labor, Ray Donovan, went when he was when he was acquitted of the charges of federal racketeering, I think it was on the steps of the federal courthouse in 1983 was Ronald Reagan's uh, secretary of labor. He said, which they said, oh, you must feel great to be uh, vindicated. And he said, yeah, which what's the office number where I go back and reclaim my reputation? Right. I mean, that's part of what's going on. So it's uh, well, that was a great quote. And of course, Ray Donovan is, you know, did get acquitted. But, you know, part of the 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 Justice Department has figured out not to let that happen anymore. And, you know, getting acquitted, especially in D.C., is basically forget about it. It doesn't happen. Right. And uh, and they've really got they've really captured uh, the the courthouse and the jury pool in the District of Columbia. Well, and that's another that could be another column for another day. Again, and we'll talk tie that into, you yeah. know, uh, President uh, to Biden's speech. In fact, his series of speeches in which he's basically declared war against half the country, uh, the people who support his, you know, principal opponent, you know, basically he's declared that they're enemies of America, that they are uh, domestic terrorists or something, and they need to be fought by all good Americans. I mean, this is just horrifying. It's it's totally unacceptable. Well, and we're talking with John Schlafly. Again, his column is available at townhall.com, but also all of his columns are archived over at phyllisschlafly.com. The title this week is Fighting Back Against the Deep State. And, John, we're, we're into the, the basics of the of the column, um, you know, all that the raid in Mar-a-Lago and the ruling in the courts on on uh, on the a special master. But if I may, pulling back to 30,000 feet for a moment, just the simple reality that the former president is in a federal court having to negotiate negotiate about documents and a raid and all these things 
it's 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 kind of a it's it's the success that is at the heart of what I call lawfare. And I, and I, I point to another example. I, I went to lunch the other day with a friend of mine who said, I'm reading Molly Hemingway's book, Rigged. And he said, I can't believe that Mark Elias, uh, the lawyer, the Democrat famous lawyer, said in his it was quoted as saying, you know, we're going to file these lawsuits and do this stuff. We know we won't win, but we know we'll uh, moderate the behavior and we'll cause all kinds of chaos. We'll tie up the, the election authorities in court, et cetera, et cetera. The use of the system against we the people is at the heart of this and you you refer to it as a deep state um but but the whole system seems to be uh you know you're you're all the way down to the point where trump and his lawyers are debating a special master and you want to say wait why do we even get here because this is just nonsense yes and in addition to all those actions in court the biden administration is making selective leaks to their friends in the news media. And the news media is constantly writing stories which they attribute to anonymous sources, but they say persons familiar with the matter right, right. Have, have informed them. And, and they're telling us that there's, you know, a more serious actions or prosecutions are about to happen. And so stay tuned. And so, because they're using any means whatsoever to keep Donald Trump from ever running for president again, let alone winning. So, I would, yeah, we're talking with uh, John. The battle, Sh- is, the battle is joined. The, we're talking with John Schlafly again. It's the Schlafly Report with his brother Andy is uh, running over, uh, runs over at townhall.com. It, uh, air, uh, it is viewed there first and then at uh, phyllisschlafly.com. Um, John, uh, with your perspective on history of this, and especially having seen up close 2016, the presidential, um, where in retrospect, it looks like the establishment, although they had, you know, sneaky, uh, underhanded, uh, deep state tactics, they had, uh, you know, um, they had hired uh, the steel, you know, produced the steel dossier, they had opened up investigations, all this stuff. It feels like they... Um, didn't take seriously that Trump could win and he won now, obviously from the select committee on January 6th to the uh, department of justice, the Mar-a-Lago raid to the courts, they've ramped that to, to, as you point out, Joe Biden's multiple speeches that, uh, you know, I keep telling people clear and present danger is not a Tom Clancy novel. It is. It's not a Harrison Ford movie. It is. It's a phrase that was used by the Supreme court to make clear that you can lose and have abridged your constitutional rights. And you, we, the people are a clear and present danger. If we have certain views, the elections weren't fair and free. Uh, we think that, um, you know, the, the regime is doing, things wrong on on, uh, on on how they're managing xyz it's unbelievable um but john with the arc of history we're up against a foe here that's beyond anything we could ever have even imagined yes and of course clear and present danger as you say is a phrase coined by the supreme court to define the circumstances in which our first amendment rights can be withheld or suppressed right so the idea that Biden would use that phrase, the Biden people, uh, against what he calls MAGA Republicans, and those are the people who elected Trump, is frightening. And it shouldn't it should be off limits and beyond the pale for him to even say that. Yeah. Well and and but once you say it, if it's believed, it becomes 
not just a justification. It becomes a duty of people. You don't if I said to you, uh, John Schlafly, here we are. We've got a clear and present danger outside of uh, our office building. Uh, what do we do about it? We would address it. We would have to address it. That's the point of it. I, and and my, again, back to my uh, question to you, when you look at uh, November, uh, why would it be that? we can expect to, I don't know, succeed. I, I, I mean, again, it's not just the F- FBI, it's the media. And here's another example. Zuckerberg admits that he spent $400 million of his own dollars to do things that look either close to, it's either illegal or close to illegal. Zuckerberg admits that Facebook took its cue from the FBI, who said Russian disinformation will be coming soon, and then they shut down the Hunter Biden laptop as a Russian disinformation. My, my point here is that's the ones we know about, not the ones that we don't know about, that nobody ever got caught or admitted to. I, I mean, again, I, I get a sense of foreboding about an election cycle where if you question the election integrity, you are a clear and present danger. And what will happen if we see things that are majorly wrong? Well, I, of course, we have the benefit of hindsight to see you know, the way they rigged it, to quote Molly Hemingway last time, and the way they almost rigged it in 2016. So, you know, and uh, of course, COVID enabled them to suspend or break all of the rules. Right. And, uh, COVID right. is over now, uh, at least in the minds of most people. And uh, <laughs> we're not going to let Mark Zuckerberg, uh, you know, effectively run the elections anymore uh, next time. And uh, uh, we are going to have, uh, you know, ballot security measures in place, uh, you know, limiting the use of the mail and all of those things. So that's all going to be in effect. And part of the groundwork for that is the 2022 election, which will enable states to, you know, establish the ground rules for the 2024 election. Hmm. So I'm optimistic that we will be able to protect the 2024 election. So don't tell people we're, you know, it's hopeless. <laughs> it's not hopeless. There's uh, always things that can be done. And well, be done. Yeah, that's right. I don't mean it's hopeless. I just mean I I see the uh, I see uh, I'm, I'm Irish enough, John, to know that I see the light at the end of the tunnel and I'm concerned it's a freight train. And so there you have it. Uh, all right. John Schlafly, everybody, his column is over at townhall.com and uh, also archived at phyllisschlafly.com this week's column fighting back against the deep state another good one thank you john thank you ed all right we'll take a break everybody and we'll be right back ed martin here on the pro america report back in a moment Welcome back. Welcome back. Ed Martin here on the Pro-America Report. My friend Tammy Nichols, who is currently in the State House, uh, is running for State Senate up in Idaho. She sends out uh, emails um, that are the, <laughs> that are showing what the fight is. And I was just teasing her a little bit off the air, saying that, you know, I think of Idaho as conservative, that there's been so many uh, efforts and conservative things happening. And yet you see the same uh, sexualization of children. You see the same uh COVID overreach, as in even in California and the liberal states. So well, we're checking in with Tammy Nichols to get an update. Tammy, welcome back to the program. How are you? Good morning, Ed. I'm well. Thank you for having me on. Um, the uh, So 
before we get to the specifics of, of on the ground, what's happening in in, uh, you know, in November in Idaho, broadly, I do this a lot with you, I know, but it, it, Idaho is funny, right? I mean, it, it's generally mm-hmm. conservative, but there's enough what uh, immigrants that have come in from other states that have brought their uh, ideas or there's enough media that confuses people. What's going on here? Yeah, you know, we we say that Idaho is a red state. We have very conservative people here, but we do have blue management. <laughs> and we have and it's true. We've had a lot of people that have moved to our state um from all over. Uh we get a lot from California and from Oregon, Nevada, Colorado. Mm-hmm. Um but, you know, even though we'd like to place a lot of blame on those people that are moving in, uh in my in my vision, I see a lot of this happening from people that are multi generational Idahoans that have been here for a while, hmm. um, and so because the 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 people that have come to our state, it's just been really within the last ten years. And while you do get a portion of them that do bring those ideologies that that they're trying to escape with them, hmm. um, the ones that I've met have been very they're very conservative, they're very Christian, they are very active, and they they want to get involved because they they tried to save their state and their state was just too far gone, and so they they took their family and and moved over here, and so they are they are active. In fact, we have some people that say it's going to be it's going to be the new people that are moving here that are going to help save idaho hmm. so so it's That's an interesting, interesting thing to watch yeah, yeah. It's really uh, it is um and um when you say you have blue leadership what you mean is you have republicans who run that are uh moderate on a whole bunch of issues especially the social issues and especially like uh so i mean that's it, it's you don't have a lot i mean you don't have a lot of statewide democrats elected do you Right. No, no, we are, we are primarily, I mean, we have an executive branch that's Republican, our house and Senate are the, the majority, the, a large majority are, are Republican, but you're right. We have a lot of Republicans that just don't act like Republicans. And mm-hmm. while they have an R by their name, because we know in most parts of the state, you will not get elected unless you're Republican. Hmm. But it's really interesting. I mean, the election coming up in November, we already have these Republicans that are coming out endorsing Democrats. Huh. And uh, and so it's interesting to watch the dynamics. And not that, not that they, uh, I mean, there, there was one that just transpired. It's a um, Republican senator that just came out supporting the Democrat candidate. Hmm. And uh, people, you know, act shocked. But I'm thinking, well, look at his voting record. He never he voted worse than some of the Democrats did that live that are here. So it's not it shouldn't be surprising. But we have quite a few of those that that they they say they're Republican. They go back to their their areas and tell people how conservative they are and how well they've done. And uh, and yet they vote like Democrats. Democrats and they're supporting Democrats. We're talking again with uh, Tammy Nichols and Tammy Nichols is uh, Nichols for Idaho.com. You can see her website. She's got her on the issues and all now specifically um, we were talking, we've been talking the last few years about the, the, the general um, trajectory of leadership to limit our freedom for health freedom reasons. Right. And that happened in Idaho and you guys were fighting back. But, you know, you say, well, that was like not I'm not making an excuse, but there was a lot of people that fell for that jive, you know, the, the, yeah. including Rep- lots of Republicans, including some oh, of yeah. the people President Trump relied on. But we're also talking about I mean, you're you're fighting the the education establishment, which is is trying to do all the gender stuff in Idaho, mm-hmm. too. I mean, it, what tell me about what's uh, where the and, and meanwhile, how's the economy in Idaho? It's got to be suffering like the rest of the country. 
Yeah. So just to speak to your first question in regards to the, the um, COVID and everything. Yeah. yeah. You know, even though our state what didn't go through what, you know, like maybe California or some, uh, some of those other states did, um, we did have our own, our own issues here. I mean, we, we had um, our, our governor uh, shut down our churches, um, you know, was doing the, the essential and non-essential businesses. We lost 20% of our small businesses um, due to, to the shutdowns and, and all the COVID stuff. Um, yeah. And so, you know, and we still have people that are dealing, I mean, we still have businesses like large businesses, like the hospitals that are still trying to push mandatory shots and, and, you know, it won't hire you unless you've had a COVID shot. And so we still have issues that we need to deal with. And, you know, now I think we have to be in that mode of, of um, preparation for anything that might be upcoming things that could happen again. We don't want to go through that again. And so we have to get things put together and and be proactive in that manner. Again, we're talking with Tammy Nichols. And uh, if you go to NicholsForIdaho.com, you'll see more about it. What you, you did have a primary up there where there was sort of the uh, old guard facing off with some of the young conservatives. It was a mixed return. All right. I mean, I know we were talking right before. I think the uh, lieutenant governor who was running for governor, she did not succeed. But you had some other ones. How's the tenor of the the leadership? Are they reforming and getting more conservative? Are they stand? Uh, are you are you hopeful that the new people can change things? What? What's the sense there? Yeah. So, you know, there's a few few areas that I'm actually excited about coming up and our house is going to pretty well remain about the same. We lost some good good uh, leadership uh, there as far as House members went, um, but overall, it's going to remain the same. The Senate, I am completely ecstatic about. Uh, our Senate has been very moderate, um, even more left-leaning, I would say, over the last many, many years. In fact, we've had some great legislation that's come out of the House that gets stalled in the Senate or doesn't even get taken up, and this last primary, uh, you know, the voters came out and spoke and they actually kicked out a bunch of the 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 senators that had been in there for years. Hmm. And so we had a huge turnover. I think about 15 to 17 members are switching over. Um, most of the leadership is not coming back. Most of the chairmen are not coming back. So the Senate's going to look entirely different and probably more conservative than even the House uh, has been. Hmm. And then as far as our executive branch goes, um, the, the one race I'm excited about that is going to make a huge difference because we've had such poor leadership is the attorney general's position. Right, right. I think I knew that. Yeah. Yeah. So we have uh, Raul Labrador that ran for that seat, uh, beat out the incumbent that had been in there for, I think, around 30 years or so. And so, you know, that's going to be a huge game changer for the state of Idaho because our uh, current attorney general has been so weak uh, in being able to protect our state or standing up for state sovereignty. Hmm. Uh, so that's going to be great to see happen. And uh, Labrador, if I'm saying his name right, Ro Labrador, he was a congressman and he was, I mean, he's sort of a proven quantity in the sense that he's been pretty fearless. I think he was a pretty, pretty um, good Trump defender and all that. So that's, that's, uh, mm-hmm. he's probably, he's probably one of the coming uh, uh, leaders in, in coming up then if, if he's successful in the fall. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's exactly what will happen. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, dot com. So uh, what is your um, assessment, uh, Tammy, of the um, 
the re- when the president of the United States calls MAG Americans a clear and present danger, when you're told, you know, questioning elections makes you an insurrectionist. How do you feel about the November elections, not just in Idaho, but now you've you know, you've been working for years with Phyllis Schlafly and uh, the Eagles and myself and others. You see the national stuff. What, what are you feeling? How do you think the fall is going to go? You know, I'm very optimistic about the fall. I think, you know, people have seen, I mean, the inflation is out of control. We have the inflation issue going on. Everybody's paying more in just about every component that you can possibly think of. We have our current um, administration under under Biden that are coming out and speaking out against, you know, true conservatives, um, calling and labeling them all sorts of things. I call it label lynching, um, you know, to try to uh, place place a label on them to get uh, people to think that they're crazy or, or just whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've had it where parents are called domestic terrorists just because they question what's happening in their in their kids uh, education. Education. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have all these different components that are going on. And I think, you know, I, I'm truly hopeful that people are waking up. I mean, Trump did a great job waking the American people up and getting them to see what was transpiring. Uh, but I think we have to even go further than that. And so I'm really hoping that people are very, you know, come out in the November elections. They have to come out. They have to vote. They have to vote in good conservative people if they want to salvage what they've got in their state or or take their state back. They have got to come out in November. The Democrats have all sorts of plans. They do for Idaho. They have a seven-year plan here in our state of Idaho to try wow. to flip it blue. Hmm. And I tell people a lot of the time, watch the documentary, The Rocky Mountain Heist. It tells you exactly what the game plan is, how they try to flip the states. It's, it's what happened in uh, Colorado. Right. And, uh, and that's what they're trying to do in every single state. So, so come out in November. You have to vote. You got to get out there and mm-hmm. and vote very good tammy nichols again i'll put up on social media nichols for idaho.com she's a friend of mine so i'm a little uh, i'm not exactly impartial but she's one to watch as uh, going forward so thank you uh, tammy good luck with everything and uh, we'll see you soon thanks ed all right we'll take a break everybody will come back um and uh, i will again put that up on social media uh links to her stuff she's been extraordinary as a leader uh there and uh, we'll be right back ed martin here on the pro america report back in a moment This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily commentary continuing the conservative pro-family legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. As America comes to grips with the realities of the current geopolitical landscape, we need to step back and take a broader look at the North Atlantic Treaty Organization, or NATO. Shouldn't we remind ourselves what purpose such international bodies as NATO serve before we use them as a reason to commit American resources to foreign entanglements? NATO had the stated original purpose of protecting Western Europe from invasion by the Soviet Union, but the communist nation disintegrated 30 years ago. Originally consisting of only 12 countries, NATO membership increased to an unmanageable 32 nations with the addition of Sweden and Finland, and their admission doubles the length of the tense land border between NATO and Russia from 754 miles to 1,584 miles. President Joe Biden will not defend our southern border, so he should not be committing Americans to defend a long border with Russia that has just been doubled in length. Biden told CEOs at the Business Roundtable on March 21st that, quote, there's going to be a new world order out there and we've got to lead it, end quote. But he never explained why. 
Even CNN seems to understand the dire effect of foreign entanglements better than Joe Biden's administration. CNN asked, quote, what do you say to those families who say, listen, we can't afford to pay $4.85 a gallon for months, if not years. This is just not sustainable, end quote. The Biden administration's best response was that Americans should be willing to sacrifice for the liberal world order. Liberal world order? Do they really think that a line like that would play well with hardworking American people? Conservative Representative Lauren Boebert of Colorado, fresh from her own landslide primary victory against an all-out attempt by liberals to unseat her, criticized Democrats for imposing higher gas prices to prop up this liberal world order. Boebert tweeted, quote, The White House openly stated that you're just going to have to pay more in gas so that they can hold the liberal world order, end quote. Boebert knows it. CNN knows it. Everyone knows it. Higher gas prices are due to Democrats' insistence on a liberal world order. I say no thank you. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Our mission, clearly stated at phyllisschlafly.com, is to enable and mobilize grassroots activism on behalf of cherished conservative values. You're encouraged today to go online and read the goals we support and those we oppose. Then join us. That's phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening and come back next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Welcome back. Ed Martin here on the Pro-America Report. Hey, let's um, let's cover a story that has gotten little national press, but it fits in nicely with the reality of the Democrats' uh, policies on the border. And so we have the press secretary for Joe Biden saying, well, Donald Trump didn't finish the wall and we're doing a great job securing the border. If we could just get the Republicans to get out of the stop obstructing things, um, which is a total lie, right? We're talking about 2 million people. It looks like this year coming across the border as illegals. Those are just the ones we know. We've heard lots of coverage of that. We had Kamala Harris, the vice president of the United States, do an interview over the weekend with Chuck Todd, Chuck Todd, in which she said, Oh, yeah, the border's secure. Uh, the border's secure. Yeah, we're doing fine. We're doing great or something and went on. It was a very strange interview. She actually didn't seem well to me, uh, but whatever. So they're lying about all this. Okay. So now comes Mayor Bowser of Washington, D.C. So she was recently reelected as the mayor of Washington, D.C., a like 98% Democrat district, Democrat uh, jurisdiction. And she has... Uh, established a new Office of Migrant Services. Offices, Office of Migrant Services. So you say, oh, wow, she's a liberal. She's really, really liberal. And she's got all these liberal policies on all kinds of things from not wanting to enforce the laws of uh, homelessness. So you got homeless camps all over the city. You've got um, uh, drug crimes are not being enforced. She's a very liberal liberal. Okay. And so we have a uh, Mayor Bowser, Office of Migrant Services. You think, well, wow, um, since she in the same press release says 9,400 people approximately have been bused to Washington, D.C. from Texas and Arizona since April, we need to move these people on. We don't want them in D.C. So the Office of Migrant Services will meet all the buses and facilitate onward travel facilitate onward travel how amazing is this in other words she doesn't want the illegals 
And just because Texas or Arizona says they don't want them and they said, well, we'll we'll send them to a sanctuary city where they're going to be safe from the law. Mayor Bowser has an office of migrant services where she will now I love that phrase. I mean, think about how amazing it is that the liberal uh, mayor of D.C. is saying we're going to have an office of migrant services that will meet all the buses and facilitate onward travel, facilitate onward travel. There you go. There you go. I mean, again, the hypocrisy is astounding. But you know what? Back to my broader point that I've said before, if you don't mind being brazenly dishonest or brazenly hypocritical, then you just go ahead and do it, right? You just go ahead and say with a straight face, I'm 100% for sanctuary city. I'm 100% for lawlessness on immigration issues. But if you send the people, the people that are you're welcoming illegally into the country. If you send them into my city, I'm going to make sure that they, I'm going to facilitate onward travel, facilitate onward travel. Now, what you should think is, oh my goodness, is Mayor Bowser going to be, you know, attacked by the, uh, the left wing? Is she going to be protested by Amnesty International or anybody else? Nope. Nope. Not going to happen. Not going to happen because again, as long as you're willing to be brazenly, brazenly dishonest or hypocritical you have to the thing is you have to stick with the uh stick with the 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 act you can't kind of hem and haw and think about it you got to be totally totally into it and with a straight face just lie about it and once you do that with a straight face be hypocritical about it and don't don't worry it's a little bit like the green stuff. You know, the green, I love the green. I'm not the hypocritical of people flying around in jets is one thing, but the hypocritical of the, the, the failure of any of the green stuff to help working people, low-income people, they end up paying more in energy and more in all these things, and it doesn't matter. You, you just keep a straight face if you're the left, if you're the Democrats in power, and you keep going forward. It's uh, it's it's fantastic work if you can get it. If you have no soul and you don't mind lying about it, like the press secretary in uh, in the White House or uh, Mayor Bowser, then go for it. All right, everybody. Hey, say let me say thank you again to Noah Dingley, our great producer, for keeping things uh, going forward, and also Joanna Spilger for uh, being helping us book these guests. We will be back tomorrow. It's Ed Martin here in the Pro America Report. Back tomorrow. Talk to you then. America Report on The Answer, San Diego. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.